echoing this <laughs> cave is crazy. You just throw a rug, throw a rug down, or I don't know how you're what's in front of you. Um, nothing but a wall, a wood wall. <laughs> are you are you planning on putting new I thing get, there? Maybe I can get some of those uh, like acoustic panels. Yeah, you could even get you those those panels where you could actually put art in front of it. Like if you have posters, uh, they have like they're basically boxes. They're almost like uh, canvas boxes. That helps you. You have hardwood floors. It's a big open room. That's why you're having that echo. I got so much wood. That's what she I said. Wood. I got wood everywhere. You know what, Chris? We started recording a few moments ago, so we'll have to cut that. You know, no, don't want to do that. Yes, I do. What, Chris? I want. Uh, I I want to have a special video before Monday, and this would be the one. Special. Yeah, I'm not a really big individual that's into the holidays this time of the year. But you know what? The world does not revolve around me. So I think this would be Meet Us in the Man Cave, special episode, technically episode number five. I'm going to try to keep more track of that. Yeah. Full steam ahead. Because you and I got together last night. So in other words, it would all make sense. But this is a special episode. It's a Christmas episode. That's why I'm in my jammies. Yeah. And I know I, I want to be at least kind about it that's why i said i all i have to say is one word and i figured i'd wait till now so it'll make sense so how you doing by the way good can't complain (sighs) if i could nobody'd listen anyways that's right no one here's gonna listen not even (laughs) not even jake if he was here right now are you getting tired of no one caring about your thoughts or feelings well, open up a can of Meet Us of the Man Cave beer. It friggin' tastes awesome. Drink responsibly. Only available at Bubba. It seems like it's been months now. It, I mean, technically, well, it is December. Like, this is a Christmas episode. And mm-hmm. our first episode, technically, for season two, we were at your old man cave, your old house. And that was back in October because I remember saying that with you, you know, when we were for the first time together in the same room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Learned a that lot. Was, uh, man, I don't know the exact date, but I think it was around October 20th when we started packing everything up. Yeah. Wow. It has been a while. Jeez. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely paying off. Uh, I'm hoping here soon. Uh, I'm going to be taking a trip over to his place. I'm going to bring my camera or we'll probably just use Chris's because he's, his camera is just so much more crystal clear than mine, but we'll, I'll figure that out later. I'm going to follow Chris around. He's going to give us like an MTV cribs type of video, like, you know, check it out sort of thing. So yeah, it'll be better connectivity. (laughs) We won't have any connectivity issues. So yeah, that, that'll be fun. You'll get to show your new man cave off. We haven't really done that at all. And I figured that'll be something down the road. I'll do that here. But this is such a small room, believe it or not. But your new man cave is 
it's not even done yet. And just from what you were showing yesterday or with episode four. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's good size. It's good <laughs> yeah. size. So I think I, I don't know. Did we talk about that before? Like this actual area, I think is like 960 square foot. Yeah. And then a pole barns like another 1900. <laughs> it's, it's big. <laughs> it's yeah. Let's just put it this way. Chris, his family over there. There's no parking issues at all. I'll just oh, leave it no. at that. It's like a damn parking lot <laughs> yeah. out there. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> My, our, our last house was, there was almost no parking. It was, you know, just parking yeah. the grass. I always felt just bad about that. <laughs> nah. That's, no, it, and it goes right back to normal. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll definitely be a fun video to make. Where you get, it'll be Chris's. Meet us in the man cave cribs episode. <laughs> cribs. But right now I got I got some people that haven't seen this much yet. Haven't even I'm I'm trying to get it done before I start inviting people over and it's yeah. Just, understandable. It's just hard. You well, know? you've been busy working, moving in. I mean, I'm sure well, naturally the house has to be done first, because that's where you guys are technically living. <laughs> Yeah. So the girls, yeah, the of house course. Is, house is good. House is in good shape. That's awesome. At least you have your first Christmas, which is technically now. I mean, we're pre-recording. I mean, it's it today's date on this recording is actually a Wednesday twentieth. So I'm going to try to get this up before Christmas, or if anything, Christmas Day. Because technically, as a reminder to you and I both, Chris, thinking out loud, our episodes are on Tuesdays now because apparently everybody else does Tuesdays. Or early Sunday in California, but we're not in California, so. I mean, you know, friends could, friends didn't get it wrong, no. right? Thurs that Thursdays? Oh, Thursdays. Thursdays belong to. Damn, I'm still not ready to talk about that yet. I'm just not ready to go there. Um, nah, I'll save it for another time. I think nah. you get it. Nah. Uh. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, this is Christmas because, I mean, like I said, it's not, this isn't about me. I'm not a big, you know, this time of the year, you know, I'm a ball humbug or whatever. But, you know, like I said, this ain't about me. Chris has not only, you know, Christmas to celebrate with his family. His mom's going to be there. He doesn't have to worry about his mom. Why am I saying this shit? You could tell him, Chris. It's, Dear Lord. It's very... I, I, you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I can just, I, you know, I'll just listen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, I speak too much for the both of us and I feel bad for that. That's okay. I need you know, it. It's a good break. I'll be doing it. I'll be, you know, doing the actual thing. So you can talk about it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, since this is Christmas, you mentioned it yesterday as we got together. Yeah. Um, you're you're you have a daughter who is celebrating a birthday right before Christmas. Yes, I'm trying to remember. Is it Ember or is it uh, Ella? Who's Ember. okay? So it's Ember's who's on basically Christmas. Okay. Yeah, she's a Christmas baby. It's always been an issue, you know, because it's really hard to to make her feel special. Yeah, and like do Christmas at the same time. We've been doing it for a lot of years and. I think we've done okay, but you know, the heart the the older she gets, the harder it is. Yeah. 
And, you know, I'm sure when she becomes an adult, she's not going to care anymore. Like, I don't know. I can't speak for her, but I retired when Zach hit, hit a certain age because I no longer say I'm that, you know, that's how I am. I'm done. I'm done with my birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Because every year he gets older, technically I, yeah, enough said. But, uh, oh, yeah. So she's turning. She, what? She'll, she's officially a teenager already. So she gets to be a teenager mm. again. That's mm. your choice to say how old she's going to be. So um, I'm, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> acknowledging it, folks. Yeah, she's actually going back in in time. She's. I think she's turning eleven this year. Good for her. She's going. She's going backwards. I, we're, we're not allowing her to get any older. I already told her, Chris, when, during the moving process, mm-hmm. do not, because she said something about we have all said at her age, I can't wait to get to be a certain, and I said, <sighs> I said, ever you don't want to do that, do, be careful, be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. I said, I know I'm going to sound like an old, grumpy old man, but you just want to take your time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't rush yourself. These are your best years. And then I, I feel go. guilty for saying that to kids. That probably scares the hell out of them. <laughs> These are your best years. Oh my God. I've got nothing to look <laughs> <Yeah>. forward to. <laughs> like, how much does it suck to be those guys then? <laughs> uh, how are they enjoying their, their new bedroom setup? Oh, they love it. They got their their RGB and their LEDs everywhere. And stuff. Oh, yeah. And they're just they're just up there decorating. And then they got a little office. Off yep. to the side of it, so she's got her little YouTube place. It's it's real cute. Oh boy, how's that stairway <laughs> guarded? Is it still the same? Yeah, I, what I did was I put the computer desk in front of that thing. Yeah, just to you know, I didn't know what banister to buy, so I was just like, for now, you're not gonna, you know, walk through this desk. You'll <laughs> You'll at least run into the desk before you fall <laughs> off the stairs. You don't want no Lori Strodes here. So naturally, I'm going to include by asking anybody's watching right now in the comics section. Not the com. I always feel like I'm saying comics, like comic books. But in the mm-hmm. comments section, guys, please, dear Lord, share your thoughts. Tell us how your Christmas is going. If you want to write a book, write a damn book. Feel free. Right. We want right. people to get more. Chris, how many times Feedback. we've asked already? Yeah. Feedback would be great. It would be wonderful to get in touch with people. I mean, some of our videos, I mean, they, they got, you know, I don't, I don't know our, uh, our streaming numbers anymore, but our, our like YouTube video numbers, I mean, some of them have pretty good numbers and I'm always confused. Like, why don't they hit like subscribe? Come on guys. Just hit subscribe. Uh, that, I always tell myself it'll happen. Right now we get to be naughty, have fun, not worry about what we say. And then eventually when people subscribe, YouTube will recognize us. And then I'll have to remind Chris and I before we hit record. All right, let's get all our F-bombs out of the way now. (laughs) I can't do that. I know it's so hard because it takes away the fun, the freedom. Mm. But the reality of it is freedom of speech on YouTube is, yeah. But we won't go there. I don't want to be negative because this is the end of the holidays. I'm thinking of others, not myself. So yes, like Chris was saying, get we need some more subscribers. We need more viewers because you guys are going to miss out on a lot of stuff that we have major plans for in the future if you don't pay attention to what we're doing now. 
Some really is, cool people. Yeah. And ideas that were just bouncing off the wall like crazy. And I mean, stuff, hell, yes. I even talked about this right here yesterday. Yeah. Got that yeah. available now. Not just this. It, there's more than one shirt available. I mean, I know I'm big. I'm not sharing this with everybody. I didn't know. I didn't know we were doing this. Folks. It's okay. I, put, I, I wear my, put mine on. It's okay. Chris has got. He's got. A, he's got another one. Another. Well, he's got one where the logos is basically a smaller one that's over the over the the typical left chest area or breast area, whatever you call it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So there's like two different versions as of right now. So yeah, these are available. I'll rub. I'll, I'm gonna make sure I default that link into the. The description box. I got to make sure I set that up. I do like it. It's very tasteful. It's very subtle. It's just right up here in the corner. I like it. Yeah. It's very nice. I figured I would uh, <clears throat> make sure I had at least two of them to go for. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's all good. Uh, let's see. What else is going on right now other than this and that? It's Christmas. You, uh, let me uh, flip the script on you there. What do you, sure. what do you got going on? What are you going to, what are you going to do? Christmas. Christmas? Yeah. I will probably... Has this ever happened to you? I'm nervous right now. I'm sorry. Do I do I look into the camera over here or, or there? Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm nervous. I've never done this before. Okay, where do I begin? Oh, goodness. I'm good. Hi, my name is Lisa. I work at Fiesta Haircuts by Rachel. I currently work as an assistant right now where I mainly, you know, clean up uh, like a receptionist, take phone calls. Uh, even though we get a lot of our uh, appointments online, uh, but they still leave me by the phone cleaning up. But someday I hope to be a full-time hairstylist, as you could see. The reason why I came to you, Alan, is about a little over an hour ago, I met this man online and he has gorgeous texting. And he left me a voicemail and I knew that he was the man for me. His voice was perfect, perfect voice perfect everything. I could just tell right off the bat, this was the man for me. Um, one of the things that we were discussing, I mean, this man loves coffee. And I I acted like, you know, yeah, I'm in the coffee too and, and everything else. And excuse me, he's coming over and he's going to be here anytime. And I don't have a coffee maker. I don't have any coffee. I don't, I don't have the ingredients like salt and peppers or or whatever it is that you need to make coffee, and I don't know what to do. Alan, I, that's why I'm asking you, please, could you help me figure out how to make coffee for this man? I don't want to lose him. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Alan. Are you suffering from the coffee dilemma blues, just like my friend Lisa here? Well, in this video, I will teach you the nine simple steps how to make that perfect cup of coffee. But before we get into that, let's take a trip down to a village where the very first Keurig flavor was discovered. So come along. Unfortunately, myself and the camera crew, we couldn't bring the cameras back here. This is a restricted area. Behind me here is a shack, one of the original shacks here in Columbia where they used to roast their, you know, the original coffee beans. This is it. This is the original Keurig roasted shed. Uh, it's amazing. It's like a church in here. I'll show you right here in the center of this this stone. They laid a, they would build a fire in here with these like old copper pots, and when they would throw the the uh, you know the Keurig beans in the pot, what they would do obviously they'd steam it and it would liquefy, and then it was so hot that they poured it over here, and it actually 
kind of carved out naturally this perfect trail, as you can see right there, okay? And now you can still see some of the remains of the coffee. These are where the workers would bring all of the uh, their buckets from where they were picking the uh, Keurig beans and they'd come out here and they would like lay them down on the stones. They would, that way they could actually throw out the bad beans because occasionally you would get a bad bean. Oh my God, we were about ready to leave. Check this out real quick. No one has ever seen this before other than the workers. These are some younglings of the Curly coffee beans. They kind of look like cherries right now. What's they look like in the beginning? Look how, look at this. All they had to do was just pick them, put them in their buckets, then take them over here to the stones, let the sun dry them out, then they just carry them right back into that shed. Well, folks, I'm so, so thrilled that I was able to get back here and share this with you. This is a dream of mine. It's, it is truly a dream that's come true to not only share with you the original Keurig shed, the stones, I hope you guys can see it, and to be able to witness. I, I know you guys can't smell this, but you can already start smelling the beginning. It smells like baby Keurig coffee beans. I really wish I would remember to ask my new friend what his name was. There's so much coffee here. It's gonna love me forever. Well, we're standing here in Lisa's, what I would presume to be your bar, correct? Yes, it is. I made it myself. Beautiful bar, Lisa. In fact, someday I hope to own one myself. And as we have here at her bar, this is a Keurig coffee machine. This is something that I've encouraged her. In fact, anyone else out there that's never made coffee before Pretty. in your life, this is a great machine to start with. It pretty much does everything for you with different flavors. It doesn't necessarily have to be coffee, folks. It could be tea, hot chocolate, and even soup flavors as well. But in this case, we need coffee because Lisa's new friend is a big coffee drinker like myself, and I'm sure he's a big Dunkin' Donuts lover. Who doesn't love Dunkin' Donuts? This video is not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts, but if you're watching, you know who to turn to. So here we have this Keurig machine, it's all set up. We've actually already added the water. It's distilled water, which is something I highly recommend for any coffee maker. And Lisa, are you ready to make your first cup of coffee? Well, where we go, all you need to do is lift the handle, put Here. the pod, Here. the K-pod, inside the Here. Keurig machine. Oh. No, no, Lisa, not there. That's where we added the water. You just need to, here, I'll show you. Just lift the handle and insert the K-Pod inside the hole right here. Just insert it right in there. It's just that simple. Well, there you go. Just put it in. Right here, Lisa, right here. There you go. Oh, now shut it. Ooh, Now you're gonna obviously pretty. one important factor, and that will be a coffee cup or a teacup, whatever you prefer to call it. In this case, we're gonna call it a coffee cup. Now all you're gonna need to do is select. Now we have different ounces here. This is already set at 12 ounces. This cup right here should easily hold 12 ounces. But if you wanna be safe, if you're adding more creamer or different levels of creamer or sugar, I would recommend that you set this okay. down 10 ounces. Okay, are you ready? Sure. All you gotta do, see where it's flashing, the Keurig button. All you gotta do is just push that button. That's good to know. Go ahead, push it. It won't bite you, I promise. I love hot chocolate. There you go. It was just that easy. 
Now, all you have to do is wait a few moments. It doesn't take that long, and you okay. will have yourself a perfect cup of coffee, thanks to our Keurig coffee machine. Well, your Keurig coffee machine. Well, Lisa, I sure hope that you and your new friend enjoy your coffee this evening. Thank you, Alan. We will. And of course, every single one of you out there that's been watching this video, I sure hope that you've learned a lot from the nine simple steps on how to make the perfect cup of coffee. So if you enjoyed this video, go ahead, leave a comment down in the comment section down below. And of course, a thumbs up goes a long way in my YouTube channel and the YouTube algorithm world. So if you haven't subscribed yet, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button along with that notification bell because naturally it'll notify you the next time I upload a video. So until next time, enjoy. Let's see, not a damn thing. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, Zach's, I mean, this, since Zach's not a little boy anymore, we, his mother and I used to kind of like split him up during Christmas that way he could spend time with his family, with his mom, and then he could split time with me. You know, mm -hmm. like he's, I don't want to say how old he is. He's old enough. <laughs> it just he's 28. There we go. 22. Oh, I'd say it. <laughs> because everybody, once in a while, I know there has somebody asked me, how old is he really? So he's 28. But uh, he, he, Friday, that's about, probably about the only thing. The Friday, this coming Friday, two days from now, that's probably about the only Christmas that we're doing because he's got bowling on Friday. So my mom and his, his in other words, his mamma and papa are going to come see him at the bowling alley to give him Christmas presents. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So, well, if nothing else, I would extend an invitation to you. We are, we will be cooking food, having a little uh -oh. dinner thing, hanging out. Nothing. You know how we roll. It's nothing formal. Do either one of you, Andrew or Chris, do you ever get that not-so-fresh feeling? Yeah, I guess. Well, thanks to our, our new sponsors. Uh, Mass and Gilbert. Yes. <laughs> Mass and Gilbert. They, it sounds a lot like a Mass and Gilbert, but it's from Mass and Gilbert. Basically, they, they will leave you feeling you know fresh and clean. Yes, they're dedicated to basically affect a formula that cleanses you with uh, some irritations down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a comfort you know, glide strip with the flexible neck bottle. It's comfortable and easy to use. Mass and Gilbert. Fresh just made simple. I don't know where we went. It's just only available in Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this, this, this podcast has a happy ending. It's kind of like a Christmas story or a Christmas carol where I'm invited over to the Webb's house for a Christmas story. <laughs> it's not It's not that magical, folks. I promise. There's not going to be any Muppets over there. Damn it. There will be chickens, though. There's a rooster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he Speaking is such of... an asshole. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So, we, I don't think we really uh, talked about that too much. That little prick. <laughs> 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 yes folks for everybody's out there is watching or listening the house that chris and his wife natalie bought recently with us they also have a rooster and chickens rooster and two hens or uh, hens i'm sorry that's right but oh my god man yeah we're like somehow we it was elysian and ember's job 
this was their this was their thing. This was their bag. They were supposed to take care of these damn chickens. Somehow, me and Natalie have inherited this fucking job, and we're out there fucking taking care of these chickens. These the girls don't do nothing for them, barely. Ah, oh, pisses me off. But that rooster man, he is such a fucking. He lives up to his name. He's like he's he's a cock man. <laughs> I mean, he fucking crows and cockadoodle doos and does all his shit and he pecks at the hens and 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 f- like fluffs them up and stuff and yells at them and oh man it's funny to watch you don't really think about it like roosters you know ruling the roost or whatever they call it but it's funny to fucking see man it I is got- hilarious like he's literally like pimp slapping him he's like fucking get in the house Get in the fucking house. <laughs> I just can't That's help hilarious. it. I'm Alice in Chains stuck in my head right now. Gee, I wonder what song that could be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, another tidbit I got for you is apparently, uh, well, let me start this story correctly. I get up. It's a Saturday morning. I go to walk into the kitchen to naturally start my coffee process. And uh, there's this fucking weird looking crock pot deal over in the corner. So I'm like, what the fuck is this now? Walk over there. It's a fucking chicken egg incubator. Apparently, we incubate fucking chickens now, like they're in the NICU. Scott, we have seven eggs in there right now that they're trying to hatch and have seven more chickens. I'm going to lose my mind. I, I have noticed every time I've, I've come out to your new place, there's not a KFC nearby. Just saying. <laughs> I, could, I could open one up. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. But these, these are, they're like miniature. They're called fancy chickens or whatever. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be much meat on them, but I've, I've contemplated it. Maybe. A- oh, I'm sure you have. What, three o'clock in the morning when you hear that rooster. Waking you up. We we ended up moving him out. He's all the way behind the greenhouse now because uh, I, I don't want to hear that bastard no more. Yep, next to your neighbor, close to your neighbors. Oh, you got to share that story. Uh, if you recall, I'm sure you do. You, you pretty much were in the process of, I think it was you were just moving. Or maybe I remember you telling me, was one of the cows that was giving birth? Oh. Uh, I think she had given birth and her calf was like, I don't know what was wrong with, but they had to be separated. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't know why, but that little fucker got put in the shed. It's like almost directly behind our house. Yeah. Oh, dude, there was fucking moose all night long. He was just, mm. <laughs> I've never heard a cow like that depressed or that sad, but oh, all night long. I want to say it's a good hundred plus yards between like, say the back side of the house to where that cow could possibly be just to, I'm just oh. trying to give a visual idea to others that are either listening or watching right now. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good distance. Yeah. I, mean, I just see, yeah, I'm trying to you know, like every time everybody moves into a new place, whether you're buying or renting, and that yeah. first night, and then you wake up like, where the fuck am I? Now imagine being in Chris and Natalie's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? 
Well, we, I got another funny story for you. So our bedroom, the subfloor on it is is kind of got a little tilt on it. Uh-huh. And the the bed that we had is just a uh it's a memory foam. It's like a uh ghost bed. Yeah, it's for Zach Scott. And it's on top of uh just a platform. Well, I'm fucking sleeping, going to sleep and whatever. I wake up, it's about fucking three in the morning. I shit you not. My legs are hanging off that fucking bed. My head is all the way down in the middle of the bed. I wake up and I'm like, where the fuck am I? (laughs) (laughs) Natalie rolls over and she's like, where the fuck are you? (laughs) She looks down. I'm almost falling off this fucking bed because of this incline that I'm sleeping on. Apparently I've been rolling. I don't know, but dude. I had to put some platforms on that and raise that bed up and all types of shit. But I've all, I almost fell off that bed for probably a week straight. That, that sounds, I mean, I, I had issues with mine similar and it, it took a, a while for my lazy ass to, I finally said, that's it. I'm, I'm always kind of rolling downhill. Mm-hmm. It's all due to the fact that this center brace, cause like my bed, it's a queen size and the mattresses are, or I'm sorry, the box springs are twins instead of like a full size, you know, like uh box springs. I'm sorry. You got the box springs and the mattress. So the mm-hmm. box springs are twins, which is nice if you're moving, right? Cause let's face it. If you got narrow hallways, if you're, cause let's face it, box springs, they don't bend like a mattress does. So there's the, the bed frame. Well, the bracket in the middle collapsed. And I never took the time to figure out. It's like I said, it took me a while to to finally get up and go. Why is this happening? I mean, how am I <laughs> going? All due to that. So, see, as you said you know that, I thought about that. Up and, you know, when you wake up and you're like, you're so tired, you're just like, oh, I, just, I don't know why I woke up, but I'll just go back to sleep. And it just gets fucking progressively worse and worse. <laughs> but that's that's funny as hell, though. I mean, your first night there, you're kind of. Oh man, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. It's like, damn, that well water's strong out here. <laughs> I didn't know where I was. <laughs> I was all reaching for her, climbing, trying to get back up there. Like, help! <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be uh, nice for you, Natalie. You don't have to go upstairs anymore to your bedroom. It is nice. It's very nice. And the dogs. Um, Emery's hip and her knee is real bad. Um, she's our oldest dog. Yeah. But uh yeah. I mean, it's it's really nice because <laughs> whenever we would go to bed, she would come to the stairs and she'd look at us like three times. She'd be like, <laughs> You really gonna make me do this? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, because now I think about it, there's really only a couple steps from the outside to the yeah. Just your typical yep. traditional couple steps. Yeah, that's cool. Meet Us in the Man Cave apparel available now. Get your very own Meet Us in the Man Cave house, boat, car, child, guitar, batteries, dishes, household apparel, kitchen apparel, hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, shower curtains, phone cases. Oh, the list could go on and on and on. Isn't that right, Chris? Question. Can I do it with my butt cheeks? Meet Us in the Man Cave apparel available right now at redbubble.com. Remember, only a few of those items are available, including hats. I knew this was going to happen, Chris. 
yesterday mm-hmm. as I'm listening to when I'm done listening to my podcast, I go to the original podcast format as talk radio. And they kept on talking about, you know, their every half an hour feed, how, you know, hey, this year you're going to get a healthy Christmas because prices are seven cents cheaper this year than it was this time last year on fuel nationwide. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, seven cents. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, they talked about airline travels are going to be higher this year because, you know, the protocols are not like they were. I'm not going to. We all know. Just do the math. What was it three years ago? Anyways, enough said. I mean, what the fuck is seven cents going to do? Yeah. Come on. But as soon as they start saying that shit, I'm like, you mother. That's just going to tell them to raise the fuel prices. And that, what did they do? They raised the fuel prices today. I, I knew every time they do that on the radio, it's like they they know something, and that's their that's their like uh, I don't know. It's like their ways of trying to tell us in the, the certain signals or whatever. Like, folks, this is our way of telling you they're going to raise the prices up within the next twenty four hours. <laughs> Go get your gas now. Yeah, because it went <laughs> here where I live. It uh, the only good thing about where I live of the fuel prices, pretty much in the general area, is one of the lowest. They had it down to two thirty nine mm. uh, for like a good week around here. Now it went up to two ninety nine when I got back from uh, Cincinnati today, mm. and I noticed it when I was down and around Mason. I'm like, oh shit, because they what is two ninety nine. At a speedway, I'm like, fuck, those assholes. They they jinxed us. But I yeah. drove through there today. <sighs> I, I wanted to I wanted to jump out of the car and hope I landed on my head. <laughs> why why did they make it so fucking horrible to drive through rides, man? It's so bad. Oh, trust oh. me, I and of course with the the main route that I live off of. I, when I was coming back from work, I'm getting on two two Oh two and there's this wreck, a Mercedes rear ended somebody. And I was like, Oh, that's going to be expensive. And it was, it was right as the, uh, close to getting to the on-ramp of going East heading towards Columbus on 70. I didn't even think about how that's going to mess up traffic. And it did because it's already a mess right there on two Oh two. So as soon as I started heading home, traffic was backed up north and southbound. And I was like, well, I'll just do my typical, I'll do my cut through Wayne Town. It was all backed up. People were trying to figure out a way to, God damn, fuck. They have to build everything where I live in Heber Heights. It's like, why? Mm. And and I think I know where they're putting the buckies at. Why I'm sharing this here on this podcast because no one gives a shit. It's, gee, Chris, we talked about <laughs> subscribers. People are like, we don't give a shit about your problems, Scott. <laughs> we don't live in Huber Heights. We we got it bad here too where we live. Sorry this to all it. our Xenia listeners. <laughs> this, is the, this is the Bah Humbug edition. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to do something fun. Christmas, you know, I wanted to get into asking questions. And here I am bitching about Huber Heights. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, that's what we do. So I got it off my chest. So I'm going to ask you, not top five, because I know you're not prepared. These will be very simple softball questions. Since we are on Christmas and I want to keep it, you know, want to keep it on a positive note. And thank mm. you, by the way, for inviting me over. Uh, mm. What would be your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, God. 
And while Chris is thinking about that, I want, I'm asking everybody out there that's listening. You could even put it, I mean, put in the comment section. I'm sure you could do it over on, even on our, you know, yeah, the pod beam. Hell, people can leave comments there too. Or just send us an email or Instagram or Facebook. Plugging that shit as much as we can. Hands down, without question. I mean, it's always National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hands down. I, I mean, I, I even got the little, uh, the little, uh, what are they? The little figures, the little clay. Is it clay? Porcelain? Maybe porcelain. The, the, the little guys light up. They even got them. Big, big Clark Griswold fan and, and, uh, and Cousin Eddie. I love Cousin Eddie. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. That's always been my favorite. It has to do with the fact that, granted, it's a great, great. I mean, how many movies, trilogies out there can you say? Great. I, I, the original one, I, I, you know, Lindsey Buckingham. I, that's actually on my playlist. Holiday Road. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear that song, I just automatically think of the movie itself. Absolutely. Some friends of mine that are no longer with and my grandmother. So it's like a full circle. So I go down a major sharp memory lane when I hear that song. And I love European Vacation. That's I know that out of the three, that's not the favorite one, but I think it's funny as hell. I liked Vegas. Yeah, it's it's good. It's right. it's 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 not as I mean, I think a lot of people say this, but it, it has its it's good. I like it. But nationally, the the Christmas vacation that is just it's I, it's it's every it's it, it's it's my it's always our uh, night before Christmas movie. That's that's like a staple tradition in the house. Like it's just he he lives my life. Like Clark Griswold fucking lives my life. <laughs> just I mean, the, if, if something can go wrong, it fucking will. And and I'm just sitting there like how. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've got, I think like, like you probably are the same way. I've got national Lampoon on DVD or Christmas on DVD. I've got it on iTunes. I and of course it's always available on Netflix or something like that. You, you're, it's going to be there. So that's it's one the, of those movies where it's like, uh, it's like Halloween whenever we see it, like, you know, yeah, you have multiple copies of it. Yes, and of course, like I've got that the song. I can't. It, I could always butcher the lyrics to it. I'll just play a little sample as we're talking about it here. Of course, so I'm not even going to butcher it. We'll hear it as we're watching it later on or listening to it on the podcast. So yes, folks, can't, can't say the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> I can't. I butcher it all the time. <laughs> yeah, you can't help but think of it goes hand in hand. You know those two. <laughs> Do you have an horrible mention with that with that tank top tucked into the fucking <laughs> fucking speedos? Oh my gosh! <laughs> every time I forget the I used to have it down every word. Well, Eddie would say every time the microwave would turn. Oh shit! I'm butchering it. When the mic turn the microwave on, I I don't know. I forget. Oh. Yeah. I got a plate that runs right <laughs> through here. <laughs> oh. and if, if, I, if, I, if I could, if I dent that, my hair just ain't going to look right. 
That's what he's worried about. <laughs> yeah, he can't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have an honorable mention? You know, honorable mention. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <sighs> Controversial subject, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say Lethal Weapon or Die Hard. <laughs> you know, I was gonna actually ask that question. I'll have to go ahead and do it now. Is Die Hard is that to you a Christmas movie or not? I love yes, how that is. gets thrown around. I I do too because it brings you to the Christmas. It, it does. I mean, he even writes on the fucking, the sweater, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> I love how every year that's always asked, it's debated, is it a Christmas movie or not? It uh-huh. technically is because it brings it brings you into the, the, the Christmas spirit sort of thing. So, yes, they should make it. And, you know, if, uh, if, if Bruce Willis was able to tell us, and um, obviously he's, with everything he's dealing with right now, um, he, I guess he's even having a hard time speaking. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, we, what we're doing right now, what we're taking for granted. And it would be great if Bruce Willis could tell everybody right now, as he's retired, if he could say, yes, Die Hard is a fucking Christmas movie. And if he said <laughs> that, then it would be put to rest. Yeah. <sighs> well, what's the director? I forget. The- I for- I forget. It's you, you, you when you said lethal him. weapon, you can't help but think of it. Maybe it's because it's that 80s type of music genre, the, the way it's shot. I love, lethal yeah. Weapon. I haven't watched Die Hard in a long time, but I, I, I love the movie. I just haven't said I, I think that's what's great. If I watch it, then I'll be like, okay, cool, it's a good time to watch it again. You know what I mean? So, but I, I. I loved Christmas Story before they burned it out because there were some mm. great lines in Christmas Story. Sure. But unfortunately, it's been burnt out and used and it's been commercialized way too much. But I used to crack it. Daddy's going to kill. <laughs> Just a little, you know, and of course, we all fell in love with the Fragile line. And I love the fact that at my bar there, I've got a little <laughs> tiny leg lamp there. So it was so, yeah. Fudge. Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> now we could hit the music. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Anything that's not Mariah Carey. Okay. I actually have one that probably a lot of people don't know that are not aware of. And it's my ultimate favorite Christmas song. Oh, yeah. It's from the best heavy metal band of all times. Bad news. That's right. Cashing in on Christmas.
find that video on youtube i don't think i've heard that yes have you ever heard of the young ones by any chance probably no. probably not yeah it's a british team that came out actually in the early 80s they have they were playing them uh they had like one season and one season only uh it's from a, a british thing uh comedy gang called comic Str see i go on and on about this probably people be like oh, what the fuck's he talking about but it was um some co uh, comedians out of uh out of the uk some goofy ass comedians and they decided to form a band kind of like uh spinal tap but they oh. call themselves bad news <laughs> and yeah. uh it's it's there's <laughs> some funny documentaries i've got the deep dvds around here somewhere <clears throat> but it's a song called cashing in on christmas it's my ultimate favorite christmas song I I can't say that I honestly really enjoy any of them. You know, you hear them. Then if they you get... heard this song, you'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I see why he likes it. It doesn't annoy the shit out of me either. 
<laughs> they need to put that in like stores then or something. Put that in Kohl's. I could tell you right like now. That. Yeah, one of our listeners, she already knows Zach's mom. When I said as I said, I have a favorite Christmas song. And as soon as I said bad news, she already knew that that was my favorite song because I had a uh, a montage of our son, Zach, his first year that I have. So thankfully, I was able to find the VHS tape and then copy it over to digital. So now I've got, you know, copies of it on my um, external hard drive. Mm-hmm. So naturally, of course, when it's a montage of a year going by or no, it wasn't a year. Because he was born in October, so technically his first Christmas, I had to have the song in the background, <laughs> cashing in on Christmas, <laughs> where my son's only like three months old. <laughs> it, I'm gonna have to listen to that. I'm gonna have to. Li- I'll, I'll, you have to. You have to give me a give me a pass on that. And let me let me catch up. Holy shit. <laughs> Bad news right here. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, ready to go, huh? It's right behind me. And I was talking about the young ones. Oh shit. It's yeah, it's a British team comedy. Um, I just I came me and some old some old friends of mine, we'd stumbled across this. And now you see more of it on YouTube, and it's just it's some funny shit. Oh, gee, reservoir dogs. <laughs> Uh yeah, they got DVDs and I don't have a DVD player in here. That makes a lot of sense, huh? Oh no, you're one of them. <sighs> I am one of them. See any other Christmas oh. questions? Got the movie, got the music. We definitely got any creepy ass horror Christmas stories. Um, can we go back to the to the um Christmas tree? Do you have a Christmas tree up? Oh, you're asking if I have a Christmas tree? Hell no. Come I mean, on. Oh, man, no, I don't. I just haven't had time. I've been oh, busy. Yeah. Nah. I haven't. Okay. I'm going to bring everybody down. I haven't had a Christmas tree up in over 20-some years. Oh, my Lord. I am a guy that's been single, that hasn't had a live-in companion for a long time. And I'm a guy, actually take that back. I had a cardboard cutout of a Christmas tree probably when I, mean, I was in my early 30s. Oh, come on now. Yeah, seriously. I mean, come I, on. You, you, you got to have one. Why the hell? Okay. Even if I, it's little, little like Charlie Brown or something. No? Everybody else has got them up. Why should I put one up? Because, I don't know. Just something hmm. to look at. Make I it, don't make you feel joyous. No. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't mean to be an asshole here about it. I just don't care for them. Never did. Even mm. when I was a kid, I didn't care for Christmas trees. Well, folks, I'm going <laughs> to donate. I'm going to donate one of our trees to Scott. I don't want one. I, I I'm going to have Natalie go over and put it up the, for him. The, she loves that shit. The funny thing of it is. And what really started for me, it was a long time ago. I think I was about 10 or 11 years old. And a, a cousin, we were uh, sliding around out in the living room on hardwood floor. Sliding around? Yeah, sliding. You know, you take off running, you slide in your socks, you know? Oh, risky business. Yeah. Well, he did that. <laughs> and there was pines all over the place. 
and he gets two large pines splintered <clears throat> into his foot, and it freaked the shit out of me. And I was just like, I couldn't stand Christmas trees after that. <laughs> Even the fake ones? I just, honestly, I've never cared to have a Christmas tree up. Uh, <laughs> and the reality of it is most of the time, mo- and most, most of my years, I've always worked at least an average 11 hour days. And when you're, and I'm, I'm not making up stories. I'm just the general facts. By the time I get up, come home, I'm tired. I'm a lazy ass. I, I hardly ever do anything throughout the evenings. I'm just going to sit and watch movies. Gee, that sounds familiar, right? Um, I just, with the hall, it's like, I don't want to put up a damn Christmas tree because I never have time. I'm usually working most of the time. And ironically, here's another thing reason why, and anybody else that's done the line of work that I had done for so many years, when you've worked in the industry of UPS, FedEx, or the Postal Service, and I worked FedEx many years during during the holidays, folks, I've saved this part for last. I was not a happy camper during the holidays for many years because I was working, oh, around the clock, at least 14-hour days. So I was like, I just can't wait till Christmas is over with. (laughs) I used to be the same, but, you know, I don't know. I think I've warmed up to to the whole process. I call it a process now. You know, it's it's the process of the year. Like, I'm trying to find enjoyment in it. And I also am convinced that Christmas bonuses is just like what we talked about Movies, Christmas Vacation. They they only exist in movies. Yeah, what's what's a Christmas? I was going to ask you. What, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Uh, nine years in a row, every Christmas, I had a Christmas bonus of Esther Price candy. We used to. <laughs> our company used to take us out to to dinner. We haven't done that in, in a few years now. Yeah. That McDonald's number one dinner at Christmas isn't that bad sometimes. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to sound like a, a Debbie Downer or a bah humbug, but I've just, I I was always exhausted, seriously. You try to make it to where I don't sound like a, uh, you know, a grouch, uh, somebody who hates Christmas. I don't hate Christmas. I just, for so many years, I've always been exhausted during the Christmas time. The last thing I wanted to do was actually come home after a 14 hour day of delivering a ton of, in fact, I drove by somebody today in a FedEx truck and he, I could tell he had over 250 packages and he looked miserable. And I'm like, <laughs> been there, done that, buddy. Meet us in the man caves, underwear that's fun to wear. Super duper absorbent materials that absorbs 25 times its weight neutralizes that shitty and pissy odors with our lavender musk scent. Shitty male protection to pissy male protection. Maximum overloads. Meet us in the man cave's fresh protection underwear. That's so damn fun to wear. Now come on, what are you wearing? Only available with bubble. Well, Chris, on that note, I'm I'm not going to bring anybody down anymore about why I'm such a jerk during Christmas. <laughs> Although, if I got a Skyline gift card, I would enjoy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Skyline.
Skyline gift card. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. No, seriously. I remember I, the last, I got a Skyline gift card one year for Christmas and I was like on uh, cloud nine. I'm like, oh, this is so damn cool. Cause I had, I had had Skyline a long time. You think I was a little cr- kid, like they got an Xbox, right? I, mean, I was like, I was literally like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> I have been craving Skyline. <laughs> uh, that, oh, that was the boy. last, that's how I'll end it. And then are we could end this. Okay. What was the last Christmas present you got that just made you feel like a little kid again? Oh man. Wow. Put me on the spot. Yeah. It's a tough one, I know. Because my favorite was actually an East an Easter gift. <laughs> Nobody gives anything Chris for Christmas. He's just responsible for making sure that his daughters have a Christmas. And his dogs and, and his wife. Me and me and Natalie said that a long time ago. We're like, we're not don't don't worry about us buying presents for each other yeah. really as much. You know? Like it needs to be for the kids. So yeah, yeah. we kind of put all of our money towards the kids' presents. Okay. Oh, have man. you got have you ever treated yourself to a Christmas present? Yeah. Look, I mean, look around me. I'm I I, I do buy a lot of I'm very financially irresponsible. (laughs) Folks, if you have been paying attention to our podcast from season one, other than the fact that Chris, Natalie, his mom, the girls, the dogs, they got a new house. Okay, duh, there's a good Christmas present. But look at his new microphone. Do you you notice anything different there? We didn't even talk about it. I mean, we kind of did, but Chris is. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on a new monitor. Like I, I buy stuff all the time. I just... I got a real spending problem. I need to quit. <laughs> but yeah, I treat myself all the time. I mean, if I'm going to work for it, I might as well enjoy it, right? I used to, and I say, "Fuck yeah, life's too short. If you could, if you could do it, then exactly. do it. And exactly. if you're broke, then I tell you what. This is what I tell others out there that are broke, that are having a tough time. You'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I know. Just focus on getting your shit together, and then." Once you start getting there, take care of those little bills again and then save up and then boom, start buying some stuff again. It's not the end of the world. You can say that about anything. You're having like ups. You can say this too will pass. You can, you can have downs. You you can say this too will pass. Everything's going to pass. You you have your ups, your downs, you, you know, you just got to get through it and get, can come out on the other end. It's about finding the balance between the two. Yeah. Hell, one time you and I never had a Michael Myers mask. We always wanted one. Now we're like pretty rich in that department. Hmm? Shit happens. I mean, good things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It'll it'll work itself out. Well, I think we pretty much, I butchered this Christmas special. That's for sure. I did. I ruined it for a lot of people. There are a lot of people are going to think less of me now. (laughs) No, they're not. Yeah. Scott's an asshole. He doesn't like Christmas because he did <laughs> FedEx for a living. I don't dislike it. I just, I'm lazy about it. There you go. <laughs> it works. Uh, uh, Christmas. So we know you love Halloween, obviously, the both of us. What's, yeah. what's, what's, what's coming after that? What's, what's number two? Oh, like ho- ho- holiday wise? Yeah. Uh, if the time is right, if it's convenient, because it's, as we all, in other words, if I could celebrate 
St. Patrick's Day without it being a the middle of the work. I love I love to have fun on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Um uh, da, 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 da. that's about it. I don't I'm not uh of course if you if you're typical here in the US, okay, January first, you gotta wait till Memorial Day weekend. Let's <laughs> see, have a three day weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. I'm no Independence Day, no I used no, to enjoy uh, it. I used to uh, enjoy those where we get together and have like a lot of fireworks and stuff at my parents' house. Cinco de Mayo, get some Cabo. <laughs> I'll just do it here. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo is every day. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. Uh, God, I am a fucking. I am a loser. I just don't give a shit about anything anymore. <laughs> Well, I was trying to help you out there. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, reflecting on my present life. What is it that? Not a lot. It's a uh, food sitting on my ass and just not knowing when to shut the fuck up. That's pretty much mirrors me. <laughs> oh, cut, it cut it out. Cut it out. I do, if there was a coffee holiday, it's quite obvious I like that. See, I'm drinking coffee right now. I'm not doing... Any spirits, which I do, by the way. Chris did give me, if you remember back on season one, every time he'd roll back to grab a beer. I can't roll on this chair with the carpet. <laughs> His old refrigerator is technically to my right. So it's sitting in the corner. I, I actually went ahead and put like six uh, Heineken lights in there. Nice. So, so we got to we gotta stock that thing. But uh, I'm not going to touch it tonight. I don't need to because... Uh, we're almost there. Yeah. It's hump day. Well, I think uh, we pretty much knocked the, the, the Christmas stuff out out of the way. <laughs> we didn't say a damn thing, really. <laughs> no, we didn't. Well, I guess we'll see everybody next year then. Yes, we will. And hopefully I don't have this mess here. Because I don't, I don't know. I mean, we could do a for our New Year's thing, but I don't want to make any promises. <laughs> Well, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's no big deal. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I know. I, uh, yeah, I'll just have to wait and see. You know what? I'm sorry I broke everybody's heart during Christmas. And I'm just going to have to break your hearts again because I know you're just dying to hear me getting Chris's way. So, Chris, what should I do? That f- hit, fuck that button. All right. Fuck that Christmas tree button. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and I want to thank you for listening or watching Meet Us in the Man Cave. Since you enjoyed watching us, make sure you want to tell all your friends about us, subscribe today, and click on that notification bell. It's going to be helping you being reminded when our next episode is uploaded or even possibly a live stream video. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. You can listen or download to Meet Us in the Man Cave on your favorite podcasting app, available to stream or download so you can listen to us all you want, whenever you want. For more information, go to meetusinthemancave.podbean.com. 